0: Hello, all things Montessori. I hope everyone's having a fantastic Tuesday so far. Jamie and I this week talked all about work of the home and practical life. We thought this was pretty relevant right now since all of us are home. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like my house is just a constant state of clutter, dog hair, dishes, and just things that need to be put away. Um, And The best thing about this is that children actually like this work. They like to help in the home. They find it rewarding and meditative, and it also can be a huge help to you. So with the holidays coming up and everything, what better time than to talk about this? So we go through all of that. We have a new patron to welcome. Welcome, Kyle. Thank you so much for joining All Things Montessori. We couldn't be happier that you're here. If you want to become a patron, just like these incredible people, head on over to our Patreon page. It's linked below. And as always, thank you guys so much for all of your support. We couldn't do this without you, and we just can't wait to keep making it. Thank you. If you haven't already, go ahead and check out Sapling Supply. We are such big fans of this company. Um, It's by Two Montessori Dads. They make beautiful, natural Montessori furniture. Definitely go check them out. And um, if you would like to purchase anything, you can get 10% off site-wide with our podcast promo code ATM10. That's 10% off site-wide with our promo code ATM10. Check it out. Rachel, hi Jamie. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. I uh, I just went out and raked up 20 bags of leaves.
0: Now, what size bags are we talking? Like, that's a lot of bags. Like,
1: it's those big the... yard waste. Oh, yeah. bags. You yes. know, like the Like the the paper oh, ones yeah. from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was fun. So you're exhausted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the work around the house, it's always there. It never ends. I know.
0: And we thought, why not talk about work of the home and, you know, how we do that in the classroom, but also everybody's kind of home right now. And with some, you know, holiday breaks coming up, you might be thinking, you know, well, what am I going to do with my child who's at home? Or maybe you're a teacher and you want to support your parent community. Or whatever. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about. Work of the home. So just like Jamie, yeah. you did your work of the home today. You're raking. I know.
1: I I, I did try to get the teenager to help me. But suddenly, like, homework becomes a lot more important. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: when... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, I'm really <laughs> when... busy, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
1: funny. But, yeah, it's an important part. I mean... You know, we at home have a community at home. Those of us living in a in a home in a space together, and that comes with you know responsibilities and and obligations for maintenance and upkeep and support of the of life at home. And the amazing thing is that uh, children actually really enjoy participating in those activities. They do,
0: they do. And I know that might be hard to believe. But it's really true, because um, I've seen it happen in the classroom. and children children get mm-hmm. really, really into it. And there's a distinct reason why starting um in toddler and through primary, and, you know, through every level, there's some aspect of practical life. Now, I do think it's more prominent in primary, but it's still very much existing in in elementary. And my favorite thing about practical life, or, you know, the upkeep of the classroom it feeds into that community experience you know everybody has a community job everybody is taking care of their community because it's theirs right it's not like oh well somebody else is going to come clean it so i don't really care about it you know it's everybody's participating in an environment they all share and that's what a home is so it's it's very much yeah. like you know the home at home and then the home environment in the classroom it really feeds into that care of uh, you know, care of materials, care of environment, care of animals in the classroom, all of that.
1: Yep, and it you know, if you're a parent, it's really ideal to start this um, this care of the you know home environment you know when when they're really young yeah. uh, because all of these activities they have really great value for the children developmentally because there's all sorts of um, coordination that's refined through a lot of uh, practical life activities, but also uh, it becomes just a part of their, you know, they just, it just becomes a part of what they expect they have to do Mm. and around the house. So it's not something that you want to introduce too late in their age. If, you know, if possible, because then it becomes more like a chore, but when they're one or two even helping to set the table or, helping to prepare the meal or helping to organize laundry. Mm. Like all of that is really satisfying and exciting. Now, when you involve children in work of the <laughs> home, you know, some of those sort of everyday activities when they're young, especially when they're really little, it's going to take much longer yes. than if you just do it yourself. And and basically anytime you're going to teach any age child a new activity or a new skill, it will take longer. But it takes longer, then, and then in the future, it you know it saves you it saves you time when they can do it, right? Yes. So it pays off, off in the long run. It really does. <laughs> if you can, yeah. If you can have the patience. Yeah. Um, patience is key when they're when they're young.
0: Encouragement. Mm-hmm. Um. You know. You know. Let's say that they're helping prepare dinner and something breaks, or they don't measure something correctly. I mean, you never really want to go into work of the home with like super high stakes like, oh my gosh, you didn't fold this shirt the right way. No, no, no. You know, because that's going to turn them off to it, right? Um, It's all about doing mm-hmm. something to feel helpful and appreciative and and le- learning. So that positivity, the collaboration, because I mean, I think we all, you know, you feel a sense of accomplishment when you take care of your environment. Like honestly when I vacuum my entire house I feel incredible. And <laughs> I just do I'm like oh my god it looks so good in here and you know I mean I have a dog who sheds a lot so it's it's even more of a visual experience but What I mean is, you know, you're putting work into a home that you love, you're taking care of it. And that's what the child is going to feel too. And I think a lot of like food prep and things like that, that can be centered around an experience with family or with a community is really a positive experience because then that kind of sets the expectation for their whole life, right? Like we all work together to create this thing together, to have this experience together.
1: Yeah. 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 So when they're little and young, if you've got children under 6 or especially even children under 3, um a lot of the support of, you know, the practical life activities can be <clears throat> helping them toward independence. So some of it can be helping them to dress themselves or learn to brush their own teeth Mm -hmm. or those kinds of things. But they also are quite capable of helping with um, food preparation. You just have to, you know, you need a good um, stool or something that they can use in the kitchen unless you happen to have counters at their height. Mm -hmm. Um, But if they have a table at their height, you could put some of the activity at that level um, they can, yeah, they can fold, they can help fold or at least sorting laundry. Uh, so, you know, if, if when my kids were that age, I'm gonna, I'm going to admit it. I often had just huge, you know, piles of laundry, uh, you know, on the bed or wherever in laundry baskets. And so, um sometimes an activity with the girls would be to sort through like let's make piles of mommy's mama's clothes and Daddy's clothes and Ellie's clothes and Vivi's clothes, you know, um that kind of sorting activity they can absolutely help with. right um,
0: well, no, Jamie, I think everyone fun has to everyone has piles of laundry. it's okay <laughs> everyone <laughs> does oh everyone does everyone does
1: constantly, constantly, but when they can help with some of that um, it's great. And it, it builds, again, it's that you get that collaboration and working together, they're learning some skills and they're also going to remember, you know, that this is just a, this is just a work that we do at home.
0: Right. Um, And the work is uh, for a purpose. You know, it, it really, when things just are done for you, it, uh, it's a different experience because then that expectation is that, oh, well, my laundry is always just done for me. So, you know, it's, it's it's really interesting. I have a really vivid memory of growing up. My dad always would do the laundry. It was like his his thing. Um, and we would, I would, my job was always to fold, like find the matching socks and fold the socks. And like, that was like my thing that I did. Oh my gosh. So folding socks as a kid is fascinating. Um, and then of course we would open the sock drawer and then like play a basketball game, trying to get the socks into the drawer. I don't really know like what that <laughs> <laughs> that was just the fun part. Um, but yeah, that stuck with me, right? And um, always was a part of, I grew up always being a part of everything too. Because um, it was not, mm-hmm. there wasn't really another option. Like, yeah, we're setting the table. So please go, you know what I mean? It was like, well, this is what we're doing. So go do it.
1: So, And even little ones, mm-hmm. you know, little ones can set the table. They can help clear the table. Yes. Um, and then the key is that like at every age, increase the, um Increase the sort of complexity so Mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, they're, they're doing more and more things to, uh, help around, around the house, um, you know and if they're doing like you can start when they're young they can help prepare their snack but maybe they're not preparing it start to finish right, right? like maybe you've already you've already c- cut or prepared some fruit in the refrigerator and they're just choosing which one that they're going to have and they're setting it onto onto a plate or something i mean you can limit the amount of you know the kind of the scope of the project depending on the child's age and the time that you have and that sort of thing. So don't feel like you have to make them be involved from start to finish in every single project you want them to support around the house. That's a great point. Um, You can can define the scope a little bit. So maybe, you know, maybe you're going to get the silverware, but you're not going to get the glasses Mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're going to, you know, I don't know, you can just think in terms of that that it doesn't have to be the whole thing because I think sometimes um, parents can get discouraged when they try to do some of these activities at home because they're doing because it's actually quite a a large one and it's maybe the child loses interest or has trouble Mm. managing all the little aspects and like when we do practical life in primary it's very carefully sort of thought out the you know the movements and the and the steps. Um, and so we just need to do a little bit of that at home too. just think, okay, can the child handle all of this project I want to do both unloading and reloading the dishwasher, or can they participate in just a portion of it or whatever?
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, I think start small, right? I mean, I think, cause then you'll have a success rate and then they will want to continue, you know, it's, you don't want to set them up, you know, to fail. <laughs> um, Because that'll be discouraging for the child. It'll be discouraging from you as a parent. Um, And really, like, I think a lot of, you know, parenting is tough and kids are, you know, tough and all of it's hard right now because we're just at home. Right. So, you know, I feel like I've never been in my kitchen more in my entire life life than during 2020 because we're just eating at home so much, and, right? Like it's just crazy. And um,
1: <laughs> and somehow there's always like dirty always. dishes Every and time. there's always something to Every clean. Every time I I'm know. like where I are know. the
0: I don't even know what this dish is from. Like I I don't whatever. So I I think I'll, I'll, like who
1: got the <laughs> stove completely dirty again? I swear I just washed it like an hour ago. It's never like, ending. Yeah, no there's Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> Which is great. Especially when they're younger, because they love to have more work to do. Um, I was thinking with leaves, though, too, when the kids would help us when they were younger, especially when they were under six, they were not super efficient at it either. Mm. Because it was just so satisfying to like rake up a few and then put them in the bin or whatever. And so they wouldn't do it in the most efficient manner. Like they wouldn't try to get as many leaves per trip or anything like that like I'm trying to like maximize my energy they aren't going to do it that way either and don't worry about it when they're young like just the fact that they're participating is great and you just keep modeling for them how to perhaps be more efficient and and they'll pick it up but just having them out there even if they only feel you know (laughs) A tiny little (laughs) amount of a bag, and you feel twenty. Right, right, um, right. right. You know those are the things. But as they get older, when they're elementary children, you can say, "Hey, uh, this is going to take you ten times longer than if you were more efficient." You can have actual conversations with them, or or you can say, "Listen, this is your half of the yard, and it can take you three hours, or it can take you half an hour. Like it's up to you." But I am not. I'm not doing that half of the yard because you agreed to help me. Like those are the kinds of, you know, you can have more real conversations like that with elementary age children. Um, but under six, just be happy that they're helping. And as they get older, help to build their, you know, understanding and sense of responsibility uh, to the to the actual work, so that they're
0: perhaps becoming more efficient. Yeah, and don't be uh, as they don't do be it. afraid to have those conversations too with your elementary age child. It's I think it's totally okay to hold them accountable and say, "Well, we agreed on this, yeah. so that's what's happening." And you're right, Jamie. Like, I think it's good to challenge them to be like, "Well, you agreed to this." And it might take you however long, but you you stick to that agreement because it's then that then there's this natural consequence that kind of like sets in or like they're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. You know, you're putting it on them and it's not in a mean or any it's nothing like that. It's just like, well, it's black and white. Like we agreed to this and this is what we're gonna do, you know. Um and right. they respond right. well. And if to you're that.
1: goofing around and yeah. yeah. And if you're gonna goof around and jump into the bat, you know, leaves, that's great. But like, right, like, okay,
0: but don't expect me to right, like, have fun with that. Like, have I'm, a great time. <laughs> right. And then rake them right. up. Right. Exactly. And Okay. Bye. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I, I loved um, sort of joking a little bit with the elementary students I've had in the past about, you know, classroom jobs and, you know, there'd be just a plants dying throughout the classroom or something. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, like what's happening. Right. And that, not in any sort of, you didn't do this and this is what's going to happen. Just a friendly reminder. But you can kind of joke with them, be a little bit more, you know, casual because they want to help out the classroom. They don't, you know, they don't want to not fulfill their job. It's just a good reminder, you mm-hmm. know. And um yep. the, the children will keep each other accountable too, speaking in the classroom, Um, because, you know, they all want it to be a nice environment as well or like. Who's in charge of like refilling the supply shelf or, you know, sharpening pencils or making sure there's paper, whatever. I mean, it's going to affect everybody in the classroom. And that goes into that whole community aspect where everybody is respectful of everyone else's learning and they're respectful of that. You know, this environment is shared with all of us. So we have to exist in it. (laughs)
1: And the same is true at home, right? So that yes. we're sharing this space, so we all have some responsibility and helping with it. So as you start thinking toward the holiday time, if you've managed to get your children out of the house at school <laughs> and they're going to be home a lot more, or even if they are, like really incorporating into every day some of this sort of practical life taking care of the home environment is a, is a really – it's – it's really valuable. Yes. The one exception I would say that I've always encouraged parents to pick their battles on is this, is children's bedrooms.
0: Um, I was going to bring that up, too. Yeah. Go. Yes. Let's please talk about that.
1: <laughs> because, like, um, for, you know, definitely the areas of the house that we all share need to be kept tidy because we're all sharing it. and And yes. you can't leave your own personal mess everywhere. Or let me... Let me rephrase that. Some people do leave their personal messes everywhere, but then those people need to clean up their personal messes in a shared space. But if you, if the inhabitants of a bedroom, whether, you know, whoever is in it, whether it's one or two or three children, if they all agree they're okay with a messy space, then just shut the door. Yeah. As a parent.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. My mom, with the way my sister and I were raised was exactly like that. You know, we all helped with the main, you know, the main rooms. And I don't know if she just gave up or, you know, she's secretly a Montessori and I'm not sure which one it is. Um, But, you know, it was sort of like, you know, if we're having company over or like family was coming to visit, that's a different scenario because, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. let's, let's like, you know, can you wipe down the bathroom like that people are going to use? Hello. Right. Um, yeah, but you know, rooms—it's it, that's for them to discover on their own. I mean, my my bedroom was a disaster all throughout high school. Oh, and, so was uh, mine. Oh my so god, was it, was, mine. it was a mess. And my mom
1: mess. just told me I had to keep my door shut. And and yeah, the, same. it was a, it was just when I was going to have a sleepover yep. or something like that. She that would be the excuse to force yep. me to to yes. clean. Yeah, which my yeah. favorite room cleaning technique was to throw anything that was on the floor into my closet in the
0: closet yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I did that one time and then my mom she actually it was like a cute little moment where she was like oh well I used to do that too you finally figured it out (laughs) (laughs) that's great
1: but overall it's better just not to engage cuz it becomes rapidly like yes. a power struggle like why do they have to clean their room no one else is going to yeah. be in there especially if they're old enough and they're do you know they're doing their own laundry they're um you know they're keeping track of their own yeah. stuff like let it be but the rest of the house where everyone um shares the space then you know that um that requires maintenance and that requires respect of the other people. So take the opportunity, you know, um, winter break, especially when, you know, you have time to, you know, do some cooking together. If you're in the Northern hemisphere, you can, you know, there's all the baking and other things maybe that you do during that time. Um, that sort of thing can be an opportunity to help them develop and exercise more of these practical life um, skills at home. So, Yeah,
0: definitely. I think it's a great opportunity for that. And I also, I I would just recommend, you know, I think, again, just take it slow, step by step, start with one thing, you know, um, because I think it can be frustrating. I, I feel for all parents right now because it it's like ever everyone's always there all the time I was talking to one of my best friends and she she was like I've been trying to call you but I I can't seem to get away from anyone in my house to make a phone call (laughs) because everyone's just around everyone's just around all the time it's just what it is you know all All, the time all all
1: the time time. (laughs) (laughs) yes yes but but when where you can take advantage of that yeah. and, you know, so take a, you know, it's a good time to look around and say, okay, what's my child capable of doing now and how could I bring some interest and excitement to that, you know, skill I want to teach them, whether it's, cl- you know, cleaning a toilet, whether it's vacuuming, um, you know, I mean, this is the time, too, I was just thinking, oh, I need to put the storm windows down on our sunroom. Like, they can learn all of those kinds of skills about the maintenance of the house. If you're cleaning gutters, maybe you don't want them up on the ladder necessarily, but you can have them out there helping to gather all the stuff together that you're throwing yeah. down. You know, any of those kinds of things, especially at the elementary, but at any age, the children can be out and sort of uh, helping you with, even if it makes the uh, task take longer, it's really helping the children develop skills yeah. they need.
0: Yeah. And their life oh. skills, right? I mean, Montessori is all about aid to life, you know, building these amazing humans to be prepared for life and uh, practical life and work of the home. Mm-hmm. That is huge. That is a really big, really big part of being a human um, and being a productive human, you know? Um, so why not just start, start young? So, um, yeah, work from home, you know, work work at the home have have fun with all of that,
1: <laughs> right. And you know, share with us the things you've yes. been doing or that you found children capable of. I think what you'll find is that they're remarkably more capable than sometimes yeah. you expect uh, when you get them started on on tasks um and 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 it's satisfying. and I think especially for children that haven't been. At school mm-hmm. in a while, feeling like they're doing something meaningful mm-hmm. that contributes um, to to the family will feel yes. really satisfying to them. I think that they'll get a lot of um, they'll f- that sense of pride and responsibility in their own work will emerge. So um, so I yeah, I highly encourage you find find ways to yeah. involve them in all the things that yeah. need to be done
0: and everyone enjoy you know all the holidays and all of that it's such a crazy year to uh I don't know it's 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 strange that Jamie we were just talking about how time is like slow and fast at the same time uh, <laughs> but uh, enjoy the time home with everybody in this nice little we got some nice little breaks coming up soon so enjoy it
1: right but but stay home and wear your <laughs> right masks wear your mask and... don't go anywhere
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we want to emerge from this we do so let's We sure do that little do. bit we sure do that that's we need right. to do that's right yep
0: <laughs> good reminder jamie nice <laughs>